Welcome. Here we go, y'all. Here we go. Here we go. It's Saturday. It's Saturday night. Remember when Saturday nights used to be really fun? It's been a long time. It has. I never think I was going to see you again. Think again. See you haven't changed. What a classic. I miss this time of music. about everything podcast i am your host miss jet aka the juice box aka pink lady aka sunshine <laughs> okay anyways um if you've never seen harlem nights uh which is a black classic uh when Della reese rest her soul speaks about sunshine bitch she was talking about me that's all i'm saying i just want y'all let let y'all know if you know you know okay so <laughs> Anyways, let's let's move on. Uh, shout out to the listeners in the various markets. I've seen some new 
markets popping up. And that's just, you know, that's just blessing my little black ass heart. Uh, ATL, Miami, Florida, which I don't even know who is listening Miami, Florida, but I appreciate you. Columbus, Ohio, Los Angeles, the Boogie Down Bronx, Belgium. Y'all, I don't know who is listening in Belgium, but I appreciate you. I just really want you to know that. Um, listen, shout out to the day one listeners. There are some of you who have been binge listening, uh, the podcast. And let me tell you something. I, I, I really, I, I can't express the level of appreciation for, uh, the dedication, you know, to listening to this, to the, the growth and progression of this show. We're 18 episodes in the first, I would say three, like before we got our new mics and, you know, uh, the, before we figured out the whole music thing, like it, it was, a, it's, it's a, it's a process. It's still a process. So listen, the first couple podcasts, the content was good. The delivery, however, let, uh, you know, left a lot to be desired. So I appreciate y'all for chewing on the first couple shows and then, you know, deciding that your girl was worthy of your ears. So, <laughs> Hey, be sure to follow us on IG uh, at anything about everything pod on IG. We're growing day by day and we appreciate each and every one of our followers as well as on Facebook. Um, I'm much more active on IG, I have to admit, than on Facebook. However, I do occasionally post on Facebook as well. So with that being said, let's move on to the drink of the pod. The drink of the pod this week is by a, my husband said this came from the expensive part of the package store. So if you know anything about the package store or any type of, uh, you know, spirits, uh, themed, uh, shop. Okay. Where you walk in and there's, you know, there's wine, there's alcohol, whatever. They always have an expensive part of the store. He said this came from the expensive part of the store. And it's, I, I must admit it is a very good wine. It's, it's uh called Gina Gallo from the Napa Valley. They're 2014 vintage. The Cabernet Sauvignon, because we are extra bougie this week. It's it's unlike any Cabernet that I've ever tasted, actually. It's bold, it's bright, it's refreshing, it's very light, it's not heavy. Some Cabernets have a tendency to like they just coat your tongue. Like <laughs> just they just coat your tongue, bitch. But this one. It's very lovely. It's like it's like something out of the Fern Galley. So I really, it's like the fairies made it, and I really appreciate it. So shout out to uh, Gina Gallo, whoever you are, sis. Your wine is amazing, and I really, I really do love it. So with that being said, let's move on to the songs of the pod. Uh, listen, we are in a mood this week, and so with that being said, it, the songs of the pod are just gonna be all over the place, bitch. Um, I apologize in advance because, you know, some of you have been like, yo, I can't take it when you play 15 songs on the songs of the pod. And, and my, you know, I, I just have to say this. I apologize. I'm a music lover. I'm not sorry. Not sorry, bitch. I, <laughs> let's be clear. I am a music lover. I, it is what it is. So with that being said, we just going to have to move on and, if you are out there and you're listening, you have any ties to the Marvin Gaye family, tune it off now. Just go to another podcast, bitch, because we about to steal some shit. Hey. 
Or, or what have you I want you to think back to the times that you had really good sex I guarantee you both parties wanted it it was without question that both parties were enthusiastically engaged and con- engaged and consenting and what was happening okay if you got a course a bitch to have sex with you I'm sorry like eh, it's probably not gonna be that good I'm just saying, and I'm not talking about the, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about, like, she's not, she's, she or he is really not sure, or they are really not sure about giving you, giving into what your desires are. Think about it. It's always better when both parties really want it. That's all I'm saying. Now, I understand that there are some, some interesting kinks out there, and even those are to be discussed okay but i'm talking about hey listen you know when somebody really wanted i'm just saying just saying accused of hey anyways i'm gonna shut up i'm gonna shut up Okay, one of the greatest of all times, one of the greatest to ever do it. Without him, there are a lot of artists that just simply would not be. And we just have to pay homage. Even though, you know, he's not here to receive the flowers that he, uh, you know, deserves exceedingly, exceedingly deserves. We must still pay homage and give him his flowers, whether he is with us or not. He's with us in spirit. His music lives on. His legacy lives on. And Marvin, from just one music nerd um, to the next, I I just want you to know that I love you and I appreciate your art. And I, I, I you know, you, you, you kept me safe and warm when I was young, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> with that being said, let's move on. 
to the next um, song of the pod. That was Marvin Gaye with I Want You. If you don't know that song, I, I feel sorry for you. I'm not going to lie because it's an absolute classic. Okay. Many, many a rapper have sampled that, that song. Okay. And, and not even done it justice. I ain't going to lie to you. There's a great um, video uh, and this just speaks to Marvin Gaye's talent. There's a great video on YouTube that was circulating around uh, a couple years back and it's still on there. So you can go check it out. Marvin Gaye is literally laying down in a gray tracksuit, looking like he about to take a fucking nap. And when I tell you the most buttery smooth tone came out of this nigga's mouth when he was singing this song effortlessly he's sitting there like listen y'all hoes just keep playing and i'm gonna keep on singing he's ooh. i mean he's just going off so i mean <laughs> what a god-given talent i that's all i have to say and i really i just ooh, i can't get enough of it i i've had this song on repeat all week okay <laughs> literally all week so with that being said, let's move on to the next song of the pod. This right here is actually a song I found on TikTok of all places. Um, it's it's called Stuntin' by Curtis Waters featuring Harm Frank. This gives me brunch vibes. Hey, yes. song to put a little you know put a little stank on it you know put a little put some uh music to your little videos that y'all be making eventually i'm gonna start making videos i promise i'm gonna get visuals eventually but uh you know right now she is in her pajamas so we won't be doing that anytime soon and by she i mean me <laughs> so all right, so now on to the next song of the pod. Uh, this song, I woke up with the song on my mind on Monday, and it's just been there ever since. And really, it's just been a mood. It's just been a vibe. And it just, it just, it just speaks to the level of confidence I'm trying to get to eventually. One day, it's going to happen. Hey. Thing your favorite bad bitch hey. the whole world into a savage hey. middle Bringing all of my pictures just to remind y'all I ain't having it yes. I'm a bitch, you wanna fight a body Put them in the booth, I bet I'll take the title All of these hot girl, girl summer, summer is here, here bitch I, 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 I owe you, I ain't getting back Like shit, I should've walked away from But the hood bitch 
Jimmy kept pulling me back. Wish I could let a hoe in my business. Fuck it up. Quit asking about these niggas. Fuck it up. You don't want to sip this tea. If I give yeah. you the dish, you might get in your business. Tell her, hater, fuck you. Make it a style, yeah. Come and tell me these bitches mad. Watch me get your ass in vibe I, I i hope that outside is open i really do this summer i really do because i want to see that song go off at some point this summer and i don't know if it's all and, and mind you i don't go out <laughs> okay i'm a hermit literally i'm a hermit I just, I, like i don't know okay so <laughs> some of you who may be wine historians most people are not but there's the thing about hermits and wine most hermits, a lot of hermits anyways, not most, but a lot of hermits were actually winemakers. And so really all they did was, you know, uh, dwell at the top of a fucking mountain, cultivate their wine and drink it. And you know what? I mean, <laughs> listen, <laughs> that could be me. <laughs> like, it really could have been me in the fucking 17th century because I hate people. However... <laughs> However, uh, the few times I do go out, I am really fun because I do enjoy uh, a good party because, you know, I am a Libra, super social. So with that being said, I mean, listen, I hope that I get to go out this this summer at some point and I hope I see this song go off. I just want to see it. It, it, it. It's and even though it's not the same vibe, it's very reminiscent of Bodak Yellow, that same talking shit like. Yo, none of y'all hoes could see me, even though there's mad hoes in the building, but none of y'all could see me. We're all saying this. Okay. We're all saying it. How, and we all believe it. <laughs> okay. We all believe that we are the, we're the baddest bitches in the building. And you know, listen, facts. Okay. <laughs> in my building, in my mind, I'm the baddest bitch. So, um, you know, <laughs> I really hope I, I get to see this song go off at some point of the summer. So that was uh, the last song of the pod. However, we are going to have a possible this week because I think it warrants it. Um, last week, I previewed, I want to say preview, but I, I um, Big Sean, I had, I put Wolves on as the song of the pod and I love that song too. So I, I think I'm going to have this one song as a possible because I think they're working it as a single. It's, um... Big Sean featuring Nipsey Hussle with deep reverence. I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful song. R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle. R.I.P. We love you. Still, I ain't forget shit. It's still, it's still L.A. It's still Crenshaw. All day. All day. Shout out to Detroit. I'm a street legend. Black love me with a deep reverence. I was birthed in a C-section Helicopters and police presence We got ops so we keep weapons Me on y'all black while y'all eat breakfast 
A lot of shots, we broke street records. Watch yeah. how you talk, I got reflexes. Watching your cheap necklace. Then we slide. If you've never seen. Every time we get the fucking niggas sucked. That, that bar, you know. <laughs> That bar when he was talking about his reflexes reminds me of when he slapped the shit out of a barber that uh security guard at the Grammys. I'm not even gonna lie, that made me laugh. <laughs> R.I.P. Nipsey Hustle. Hey, he was a skinny dude. He slapped the fuck out of that. Seven days a week is game seven on me. Life and test you out. She lived through that. That's testimony. Giving him hell, but how in the hell I got all these blessings on me? Most yes. of the girls I know addicted to social media. A lot of y'all are. They could have wrote encyclopedias. Mama said it only For takes real. one time to fuck up your whole Wikipedia. And as your son, I can see the type of life that you see me in. After what happened in Nipsey, I reached out to Kim. I gotta let it this rock. No the bars is too important. Lack of communication and wrong information from people fueled by the ego is like mixing flames with diesel. Energy crazy, I realize that it's a two-way street. What's coming is going if it there don't you give go. you more drains. You should be a billionaire based on the time off. I'm not taking yeah, probably why this shit good. with me get crazy and we lost the baby. Uh. And everybody around me think I'm the one. But we all just want the ones. And I'm walking out the crib, that's me where I'm going. I told him I'm going on another ten year. I hear them Things violins in the back. Let's go. That's where you from. You don't really know where you're from. Hey. You don't know how deep your roots is and what your ass has is head done. Hey. So God bless all of the sons and daughters who knew their history, so they knew where to take it farther and all the ones that Stuck with me like good barbers Looking at my life story Guys are good Let it rock Let it rock a lot of center room We move like ninjas And if it costs you peace of mind It might be too expensive So I can give you everything That you want from me for free though Get you one shot in life You might not be able to reload So advanced I need all my advances Bro hit me up for yes. cash Like we didn't have the same Go chances off, My son. dad hit me up like Why well, I don't live in a mansion I'm trying to focus But baby girl Keep holding my mind for ransom And that ain't Sean, how it's supposed to be This, this man home got to beat This song had no Hard. <laughs> like, no hook, just hard. Chemistry, biology, but not how to cope with anxiety. Again, a lot of people don't even understand what Big Sean is saying. A lot of people, we we go through school and they don't give, we don't really receive the tools to handle life. They teach us, you know, English, mathematics, geometry, biology, chemistry, but not how to cope with anxiety. That bar resonated with your girl, okay? Especially as a kid growing up in LA. I ain't even gonna hold you. Gang territory, nigga? Like, I, I've lived in both Crip and Blood territories, and let me tell you something. If you grow up in either one of those, you got it. You probably got some anxiety about you. Okay, so um, it is what it is. Listen, th those those were the songs of the pod. So we are gonna be right back with shit from the shade room. We re we renamed it. Okay, we're going through some you know creative. Uh, I don't want to say changes. We're just experimenting. We're, we're expanding, experimenting. It's good to experiment when you are, uh, you know, are creative. So shout out to the creatives that are out there. Shout out to the black business owners. Shout out to the musicians. Shout out to the scammers. Shout out to, to my fellow military members. I'm a, a military vet, a retiree. Shout out to them. P shout out to people in the retail space. I'm learning quite quickly how intense this space can be, even though I'm not selling shit. I'm, I'm more on the HR side. However... Yo, I really do uh, see the hard work that goes into selling people shit. And if you don't hear from anyone else, 
I appreciate what the hell you do, okay? Because you make sure your girl stays employed, okay? With that being said, we'll be right back with the shit from the Shade Room segment. If you're enjoying any part of this podcast, whether it's the introduction or the value-added conversation or the music selection, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you consume your podcast content. And now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> so, uh, something happened today that I think deserves, um, a little bit of attention from the shit from the shade room. Okay. Um, segment today was the 30th anniversary of Motown Philly. And I'm not going to lie to you. I feel old as fuck. Because I remember watching this, watching this particular video in awe, nigga. Okay? I remember watching it in awe. I have to play it. Hey. Y'all remember that? What? Remember when boy groups wore the same outfits? That was not my favorite song on the album. I'm not going to lie to you. My favorite song was actually the first song. And it was a slow song, of course, because even as an eight-year-old, I <laughs> I loved a good slow jam, okay? Hey. hey <laughs> I'm sorry. I never meant to hurt you. Listen, Wanye, sing to me. If you didn't know the ad-libs, we couldn't be friends, bitch. I'm sorry. We not built the same. Rock to the chorus because the chorus, the harmony, so I can live this love and I can turn it around and only sing it. Please don't go away from me. One of the greatest albums, RB, in the history of RB, as far as male groups go. I'm ready to argue, bitch. Do it. What? Run it. Credentials, bitch. Sharp! 
perfection. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Listen, Boyz II Men was just different. And I'm a, let's go ahead and talk about it. Don't nobody want to see them in a versus? <laughs> Bitch, you're going to have to consent, contend with one of the uh, the greatest uh, R&B albums of all time. Even their remixes were fire, okay? Let me let me just... I'm going to just go ahead and put y'all up on game, you know. Because, uh, I mean, first of all, y'all don't even want to contend with vibing or anything like that. Especially vibing and remix. Even their, their remixes were, uh, were crazy. However... Boys to Men, uh, ah, remix was different. I'm just saying. And for a little, uh, <laughs> once I got older and I understood what the song was about, my little nasty ass was sitting up here hunching. <laughs> hunching the motherfucking pillow, okay? I'm just saying. Seven, six, that's when you start learning how to masturbate. One, masturbation will keep you out of some shit, though. Hey, it's National Masturbation Month. Shout out to, hey, get to rubbing your shit. <laughs> it is. It's National Mas- Masturbation Month. Okay, so men, grab your pocket pussies. Women, get to, you know, clicking the mouse, whatever you gotta do. And. I love a good slow jam. I'm sorry. Maybe wanna hunt. <laughs> I love that harmony. Come on, minor. contend with the harmonies diva agrees okay listen there's only one group and i'm some of y'all are gonna disagree some of y'all are gonna disagree heavily however i'm gonna stand by it okay 112 had some of the most beautiful harmonies i've ever heard in my life okay Oh wait, that's not the song I want to play. That's not the song I want to play. Hold on, this is this is the, the song that really showcases their harmonies. This is why I love Soul Jams because you can kind of really get into the vocal clarity, the precision. You can listen. They're not hiding behind a beat. They're not hiding. And I know I was celebrating Boys to Men, but I just had to celebrate 112 too. Because I love a four-part harmony, bitch. And it's my show! <laughs> I'm in the mood. I'm hyped. You gotta be a sick individual to be this hype off a slow jam. I'm just saying. Come on, Slim. Yeah. 
punch your music for real, bitch. You ain't never hunched to this. You ain't not, you're not a real one. Butter, bitch. Let me tell you something. I remember I had this song on repeat. This is one of the first CDs I bought. Okay, like with my own money when I started working as as a as a pre as a preteen. Okay, when I wasn't even supposed to be working. My mom was like, "Why you got the song on repeat, though?" <laughs> hey, mind your business. Okay. <laughs> with that, hey, listen. With that being said. My cat is just tearing stuff up. We're gonna move on to the next <laughs> the next topic. All right, so I watched Without Remorse this weekend with my well this week with my uh, adoring husband. He's wonderful. Uh, we we sat on the couch. He rubbed my feet. It was lovely, um, and we got our lives to some good old fashioned blood and guts and shit. Because we are two Marines who just don't know how to do it any other way. Okay, so... <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. It was good to see Lauren London in another role. I really... I enjoyed her acting. I think she's uh, progressed um, and improved on her acting skills. She, she really played this part well. And I think maybe she tapped into, you know, the pain of losing a loved one. You know, uh, because her, um, I want to say boyfriend, fiance, her partner, Nipsey Hussle, you know, found an untimely death. He he suffered an untimely death. And if, you, if you're not up on Nipsey Hussle, I don't even know how. But, you know, um, but she was his longtime girlfriend. Uh, and... I wouldn't wish that upon anyone. I, that mm, losing someone that you love in that way, a romantic partner, I wouldn't wish that that hurt on anyone. So, with that being said, it was really lovely to see her in this role. Uh, Michael B. Jordan played his ass off. I mean, I really got badass. Like he was, he was like borderline superhero, but. Again, he was playing someone that was avenging not only his wife, but the, the mother of his unborn child, which I can only imagine what that does to a man to, especially a man in that field of that type of work where he's already got bodies attached to his name. You can't even, um, you can't, you can't, he can't even discuss the shit that he's done because it's classified and then you fuck around and kill that that dude's wife like when she's pregnant. Oh, you must want to die. Like you <laughs> you want to die tonight. I have worked for some Navy SEALs. I have worked with some Navy SEALs. I've met some Navy SEALs that were just out and about. Um they're built different. That's all I have. To, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. And he portrayed that level of different 
effectively. I, I really do think that he gave an authentic betrayal of um, some Navy SEALs. However, there was some, you know, there was some parts where I was like, man, he's like on some superhero shit, you know, like, I mean, finding air pockets in uh, a crashed aircraft and all that kind of shit. Like there was some shit. I was like, okay, if you did that, if, if, if a Navy SEAL told me that they did that, I'd be like, man, you are literally Clark Kent. Like, <laughs> I mean, obviously you can't be Superman because you're not from Krypton, but you're definitely Clark Kent, bitch. So, um, with that being said, I really enjoyed it. I love the, the, uh, female Lieutenant commander that they had. She, oh my God, what a, a vision, a goddess. I mean, the goddess Isis herself in human form, legs for days, neck, just, I mean, a clavicle bitch, no hair, no makeup, no nothing. And just serving divine femininity. She was to me, amazing. I, I, I don't know, like, <laughs> And maybe this is the the type. I don't know if this is. The, I I love women. I'm a, I'm bi flexible. I would say that would probably be the the uh, term I would choose to describe myself. She was just. I mean, I was enamored by her. Mind you, she's got a fucking fade. <laughs> like there. I mean, to me, she signified strength, the strongest form of female and yet she was just so beautiful and I love their chemistry on scene on like up to me her and Michael B. Jordan had a little bit more chemistry than than Michael B. Jordan and Lauren London if we if we really really want to be uh clear about it and I felt I kind of feel like that with him and Lupita Nyong'o during the uh Black Panther not Black Panther but um yeah, no, Black Panther rollout. I, I I don't know what it is, but she just, oh, she did it for me, honey. <laughs> she did it for me. Just a, a gazelle, just like, a, I don't know what her nationality is. I'm not going to assume. she Her skin was as dark as night. Her teeth were as white as light. Her, her head, she had the most tiniest head, the thinnest neck, the, the smallest frame, and was kicking ass, was no, no, no bullshit business. And I, I just would have eaten her up. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like I would have eaten her pussy to fucking oblivion. Okay. Like that, I, I, and I, the, not even just trying to sound vulgar, but there's something about female strength that is like seductive to me. And she just embodied it. I mean, she killed. I loved her. I was looking at her more than I was looking at fucking Michael B. Jordan and True T. Um, and, and that maybe that just says a lot about me. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, so if you haven't seen that film on uh, Amazon Prime, go ahead and check that out. It was quite lovely. Oh, so this week a question was posed. And I think I have an answer. I think I have a legit answer. So on The Shade Room, a a question was posed about the best man. This film is an iconic black romantic comedy. Okay, listen, if you haven't seen The Best Man, I don't even know how you got here. (laughs) Like, I mean, I don't even know how you got to on my show, bitch. Because it's just one of those films. It's kind of like Love Jones. It's kind of like, it's the, um, 
higher learning without the rom like higher learning with romance like there there are certain films as a young black person that you just you, you just had to see higher learning uh boys in the hood best man um what's it call it inglewood or the wood excuse me love jones like there was a certain films that you friday like there was a certain films that you just had to see it was just it was you had to verify your black card every year my you know proving that you saw these films but anything Medea was in like the early 2000s I'm just saying so this particular movie if you haven't seen it, I'll just go ahead and give a recap Harper is a writer he's a struggling writer and he wrote a book about his friends he tried to switch the names around in the scenarios to kind of hide the fact that he while in college slept with his best friend's then girlfriend now fiance transitioning to wife right the best friend is a high profile football player like he's a running back he's the running back bitch so in college this nigga was thotting and trotting he was throwing his dick in every direction i mean twins triplets white girls black girls he was throwing his dick around so indiscriminately no one knew <laughs> Like, I mean, they didn't even know how much, how he had the energy to throw his dick around and play effective, you know, high level football. But okay. So mind you, he meets his girlfriend, he meets his girlfriend in college. She's a virgin at the time. Okay. Uh, Harper and her were, are working on the school newspaper and, you know, he, as soon as he meets her, he's like enamored by her. He's still not done throwing his dick around. Okay. All right, no judgment. I'm not judging. Okay, I'm not because for me, I feel like a lot of people they just need to get their dick out there and their pussies by, mind you. They just need to sell their wallets. They're not ready. They're not ready to settle down with one person. Um, Maya, who was the girl that you know Harper was working with, she's like a preacher's daughter. She's like, I'm saving myself for marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah fucking she gets with the football player she's she's actually a fan of the game she's giving him tips he's like oh my god i'm gonna marry her like fuck all these other hoes yes i'm gonna fuck hoes but i'm gonna marry that one <laughs> like immediately and this this speaks to human nature really if we really want to be clear about it people not just men but people can fuck anything but they know who they want to be with if they, they will know who they want to be with eventually in terms of partnership, right? Okay. However, even though he doesn't know anything about her, you know, he has this thing about her because she is giving very much virginal, uh, matriarchal, you know, uh, divine femininity, beauty. Um, she's obvious. She's small in stature. He's big in stature. I mean, like it's, it's a whole thing. Well, okay, going on, moving on. She finds out about his many indiscretions. He's fucking all over the country because he's a, he's a college, a collegiate football player. Mind you, he's like one of the top collegiate football players. So bitches are just falling out of the fucking sky. So when they put it at him, okay. So she decides she's going to have an indiscretion moment of her own. And true to form, when women decide to fuck you, 
bitch, we don't, we, we, we don't, we do it right. Okay. <laughs> um, we're not going to just, you know, pick some random off the street and, you know, catch an STD and all that kind of stuff. We're, we're going to, it's some planning and precision, bitch. And a girl like that, um, is going to pick somebody who she knows is going to hurt the most. She's like, oh, bitch, you done hurt me a little bit too much. I'm not, I might not be ready to leave, but bitch, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm going to get my revenge. So what does she do? She fucks his best friend. I've been this person. I'm not even going to lie to you. I've been this person. And I understand where she was coming from. I'm not saying that she was right. So the question was, who was wrong? in this situation, in this scenario. Was it Harper? Was it Lance? Was it Maya? Everybody was wrong. Okay. In my humble lived experience opinion, everyone was wrong. Let me explain. Lance was wrong for getting into a relationship when he knew he was not ready. Okay. Meaning you're not done sowing your your wild oats. I'm not saying, I'm not judging at all. I'm not saying that he, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Okay. He probably knew that he wasn't done. So in his wild oats, he'd been, you know, he's had paternity tests, all kind of shit thrown on him. He's a football player. He's had little Maya back at the house, you know, putting, putting things up. She's decorating. She's getting ready for the wedding. You know, she doing what she got to do. Um, Harper is trying to get his book off the ground. You know, he's trying to live his life. Everybody, you know, we're all trying to do what we're trying to do. We're all trying to quote unquote, make it to this day. Really Lance is the only one who has made it. But regardless of that, Lance been throwing his dick around for, for years and knowingly like behind Maya's back, Harper sees this. He told her from, he told Lance from the beginning, Hey, listen, don't, don't touch this one. Cause, because she's a good girl. She's not one of these other girls. I mean, and don't get me wrong. That, that speaks to patriarchal, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, to me, like, it just, you know, it's like a very Freudian way of thinking like, Oh my God, she's a good girl. You know, don't fuck her over. You can fuck the rest of these hoes over <laughs> or whatever. However, re- regardless of that, he tried to protect Maya is what I'm saying. He tried to protect Maya because he knew that Maya was going to get a turned the fuck out by Lance. Cause he'd been fucking all over the country, whatever he'd been, he'd been sowing his wild oats, learning some new tricks, whatever. Okay. And he told, he told Lance, Hey, listen, leave her alone until you're ready to actually have a relationship. He didn't. So Maya got her heart broke, you know, and finally she gets to a point where she's like, you know what? I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. In the, in the worst way that it's ever going to hurt. Okay. I'm going to fuck your best friend. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now she wasn't quite as gangster as I was with it because she made sure that that shit stayed private. However, she had her little indiscretion of her own. It comes out in the book, the fucking, you know, everything goes up in, in smoke or whatever. Uh, Lance ends up trying to throw Harper from a fucking, you know, balcony or whatever. And people are now questioning who is wrong. All of them are wrong. All of them. They're just wrong for different reasons. However, with that being said, Harper 
is extra wrong, okay, in this scenario. Harper is extra wrong, and Maya too. Both of them, co-extra wrong. Lance is just trash. He was just trash, and he was just trying to sow his wild oats, and he was just trying to have, he was just trying to red shirt the girl that he actually wanted to be with. Still trash. We understand this is toxic behavior, but Lance and Maya, and I say this as having been Maya in this very story, both trash, okay? Extra trash because to knowingly sleep with your partner's best friend or your best friend's partner is, it's like, it's, it's like one of those unforgivable curses in Harry Potter. Like bitch, it's, it's, that's a level of deception that is just unreal. And though Lance had done his dirt, there's layers to dirt, right? There's the, there's the layer, there's the layer on top. That's like, okay, we can scoop this shit off. Like it's obviously it's, it's a little crumply shit. And it's, it's nothing to this it's just on top. It's, you know, it's breathing air. It's, it's giving very much basic bitch earth. And then there's the dirt on, there's the earth that's on top, underneath that, that pile of dirt, that pile of trash or whatever, that hard layer of dirt that you, that's, that's what that is. That's a level of dirt. That's like, oh, so you meant, you meant to fuck me over. Like you, you really were trying to disrespect me. Um, I'll say this when I, when I did my dirt, (laughs) that was in this type of fashion. When I was playing my own Maya. Yeah, no, I meant to, I meant what I did. (laughs) Okay. I was like, oh, so you've been out here doing what the fuck you going to do. You wanted to do, um, I'm going to get you back for that shit. And I'm going, it's going to cut, it's going to cut to the white meat, bitch. It's going to cut down to the bone. Don't fucking play with me. Like it's, it's that simple as nice as I can be. And as you know, wonderful as I can be. And I, and this is why I, I simply don't deal with people who can get me to this, uh, you know, this level of anger anymore. I just won't, I won't do it. But back when I was in my early twenties, I didn't know any better. And I allowed myself to be taken to that dark place. And I made some bad decisions. Um, not there anymore. Definitely not there anymore. But back then, I, I, you know, I did something that was really fucked up. And it's, and it's, it's just a part of my story. It is not saying I was right or wrong or indifferent or whatever. But at the time I felt justified. I was like, oh, you've been doing what the fuck you want to do. All right, cool. I'm gonna do what the fuck I want to do. What I want to do right now is your best friend, bitch. <laughs> so like, uh, and it wasn't even that I wanted to do the best friend. I was just like, okay, well, so I guess we just going to be filthy. You want to be filthy. I'm going to be filthy right along with you. That was my level of petty. It was, I was on some real Scorpio shit, even though I'm a Libra and a lot of people don't talk about how vindictive Libras, Libras can be when they're, when they choose to go toxic, when, when we choose to go dark, which is why we like to stay neutral because most of the time it's either like it's giving literally mother, mother Teresa or fucking Darth Vader. There's like, it, we, that's why we like to stay in the middle. I really like to stay in the middle. So with that being said, <laughs> 
No more, none of that, none of that foolery. This is going to be a long podcast. Jesus, I'm just spilling all sorts of tea. So, <laughs> uh, so with that being said, my answer for the best man question is all three parties were trash, but Maya and Harper extra trash. And we'll be back right back with the You've Got Mail segment. Remember to submit your questions to anything about everything pod at gmail.com. That's anything about everything pod, all one word at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the show. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I can't sing anymore. Anyways, uh, we have decided this week to skip the value added conversation. We'll be back next week or we might do a, uh, I, I really want to do a bonus, um, show where I'm just kind of talking about some of the t- topics that I've seen throughout the week, uh, whether it be the polyamorous, um, red table talk that took place or, you know, the, uh, Twitter beef between the heterosexuals and the bisexuals this week. I think that it warrants it. Also people saying that, um, or T- Senator Tim Scott saying that, you know, America is not a racist country. Um, Senator, I respectfully disagree. And I'm just going to say this really, really quick. The very fabric of which America was built, right? So the very structure on which America was built, which is the Constitution, was inherently racist and I'll tell you why and here's the thing when the founding fathers wrote the constitution they were not talking about black people they were not they were specifically not talking about indigenous people they were talking about white men who owned property period they weren't even talking about the poor white bitch and that's the real tea if we really want to be real about it they weren't even talking about them Okay, so the if if we're talking about the structures that were based upon the Constitution, okay, which anything that is legally based, medically based, because you know there are legalities in medicine, um, business, anything, there's going to be a structure. There's going to be an underlying issue of racism there, simply because of the, the way that the original language was formed. I'll give you another example. Okay. I'll give you another example. A lot of the, most of the, the old wealth in this country was built upon real estate. Okay. Owning property, property was everything in this country. It still is. That's the quickest way besides crypto, apparently nowadays to gain and maintain generational wealth, okay? There were certain contracts where it was written into the contracts where you could not sell to black people or 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 minorities. You could not rent to black people or minorities. Um, they would not allow minorities to buy whether it, a, a new lot or a new house in, the, in, in that area. It Redlining, also a thing, okay? And then, also, Jim Crow laws. There, I mean, 
it, it goes back. And a lot of those things are still affecting us to this day. The education system. Uh, let's, okay, let's do this. The beds that are um, allocated in prison are set by the number of children who cannot read by the age of eight. Okay, Google it. It's a fucking fact. Now, let's go ahead and look look into how the education system is funded. Okay, the areas that are more prominent, more established, they receive better funding, obviously, because their uh, schools are quote unquote paid, funded by taxes and also government subsidies. Okay, so apparently y'all are for socialism, but y'all don't even realize it. But that's another topic for another day. So the 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 uh, children who attend better schools or schools in better areas are less likely to end up in prison because they are a little are you know ha- are able to read at higher levels earlier in age. This is a systemic problem. And then, of course, let's just look at the fact that uh, a lot of African-Americans receive almost triple the amount of time for the same crime as their white counterparts. Bitch, what are you talking about, Senator Tim Scott? What are you talking about? Yes, there is a fucking problem. There w- and the thing about it is, is they for- it's almost like they forget that systems are... Um, they're managed and manipulated and uh, they're also or not orchestrated but the people who actually enforce the systems who work within the systems they're also a part of the problem so until we fucking change the hearts and minds of the people who are actually managing and profiting and fucking um you know you know, in leadership in these, in these systems, enforcing these systems of government and of law and of medicine and all these other, you know, industries. Yes, it is racist because I'm just, I'm just saying the numbers, I hate to go back to statistics. I really do, but they're kind of over They're They're overwhelming. So to say that, you know, America's not racist is to simply ignore the the research we're supposed to be quote unquote democrats we're supposed to be all about the research so bitch look at the motherfucking research that's all i'm saying look at the motherfucking research with that being said i'm just gonna go ahead and move on to um the you've got mail segment because i didn't really want to get into it i just really wanted to give a, a a big old hearty fuck you to senator tim scott kamala harris girl i'm looking at you sideways too i ain't even gonna hold you I'm not, I'm not going to give you a fuck you, but I'm, I'm looking at you sideways, sis. I'm looking at you sideways. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into our first letter. The letter reads, hey, anything about everything. I'm so glad I found your podcast. You should really promote it more. I know. I know. Don't get on me. Um, <laughs> you have a unique perspective that should be heard. Thank you, boo. 
I'm a 23-year-old bisexual black man who is really struggling this week. I, I understand, hon. Uh, Queen, watching some of the conversations that have taken place on Twitter this past week regarding bisexual men has me questioning my entire existence. I'm sorry, boo. Even my best friend, who's a cis heterosexual black woman, came at me with the, well, what's wrong with a preference argument? Am I often feeling discriminated against by my by the women in my own community? Signed. Okay, who? Let me give you a pseudonym. Um, the ultimate scholar. Hi, ultimate scholar. I don't think that you're wrong in feeling discriminated against, especially with watching some of the conversations that took place on Twitter right this past week regarding bisexual men. It's y'all hoes would just follow B Simone into a just oblivion. Like, I mean, just ridiculousness. All right. Let's, let's discuss what the fuck privilege is. I mean, not privilege, but preference. Okay. Preference. I, I feel like a lot of people don't really understand what preference, what, what that, what that actually means. Okay. Preference means a greater liking for one alternative over another it doesn't mean that you necessarily exclude and that's from the the webster's dictionary go ahead and google it bitch doesn't mean that you exclude one over another it just means that you have uh, that you uh you know are fond of one over another bitch i like fish a little bit more than i like chicken doesn't mean i'm not gonna eat chicken <laughs> every now and then okay okay if chicken that's all that's on the menu bitch then i'm gonna go ahead and you know give me some little, you know, I'm going to go ahead and eat it up. But that doesn't, to say that, okay, well, if, if I can't have fish, then I'm not eating anything. That's not, pre, that's not a preference. That's prejudice. Okay. A lot of y'all don't want to have this conversation. Um, excuse me. Um, ultimate scholar, I, I, I really do feel for you. And I don't want you to question your existence because the truth of the matter is that are, there are a lot of people that are simply not willing to um, do their own independent research, accept the truth. And it's not even about research. It's about human understanding human nature. Like there are some men who have had experiences with men or are comfortable in their own skin to say, hey, listen, I'm attracted to both men and women. Doesn't mean I'm not attracted to women. It just means I'm also attracted to men. And what really got me was the fucking double standard. Because I saw some of y'all hoes who were literally sitting up here talking about, well, you know, I've eaten coochie before, but you know, I ain't dating no fucking, you know, uh, bisexual man. The fucking nerve. The nerve. The nerve of you. Ridiculous. The reason why I say this is because you would feel a way if a man told you that he didn't want to date you because you had had sexual experiences with a woman. But the, but the, 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 the thing is, is that bisexuality in women is celebrated. It's fetishized. It's fond over. You know why? Because most men think, oh my gosh, she likes girls. I have the fucking possibility of a threesome. Even though most of y'all niggas couldn't even handle a threesome if you got one. Hmm. I said what I said. So with that being said, boo-boo, 
Don't worry about these lame assholes. Don't don't do it. Okay. Don't worry about them. Because most of them are unhappy. Okay. A lot of them can't find a man. They have this warped vision of masculinity in their minds. And for the most part, they don't even know what they want. They want a fantasy. They don't want reality. And the reality is bisexuality is a part of human nature. Some of our fucking heroes were bisexual men. James Baldwin, an outward and an out bisexual man during a time when homosexuality and bisexuality was not, and nobody was checking for that. They were not okay with it. So I'm just saying, and he's one of the, the most beloved thought leaders in our community. Okay. Was telling the girls to their face, you are trash. And here's why. Let me highlight points A through Z for you. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying. And there were a few others. So, you know, don't, get, don't be discouraged. You're going to find a person, whether it's a man or a woman, because the, the truth of the matter is you appreciate both. You're going to find a person who appreciates you who loves you, who sees the beauty in you, who who sees the value in you, and you're going to see the value in them. And the rest of the shit is just static. Okay. So, thank you Ultimate Scholar. Okay, moving on. Um, be sure to write us back and let us know how everything goes. Please protect your mental health king, okay? <laughs> I can't stress that enough. Make sure you're, you're, you're visiting your therapist frequently and drinking your water. Okay. All right. Second letter. I have a second letter this week. It says, Hey, AAE. Hi, boo. It says, first of all, girl, your podcast is right on time. Every time I listen to your pod, I learn something new. I have just one question for you though. What the hell is subspace? <laughs> I've heard this term used and I have no idea what it means. Have you ever entered sub- subspace? I've heard this term used several times and didn't have the slightest clue as to what the speaker was t- referring to. Do you have to actually have sex to experience this feeling? What causes it? Thanks. A loyal listener, Kevin Samuels. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I, I made the last part up. Okay. It wasn't Kevin that wrote in. I'm just using that as a, a pseudonym. All right, uh, Kevin. <laughs> I doubt that any woman has ever entered subspace with him. However, um, <laughs> uh, I have. I have entered subspace. I actually, um, yeah, I have entered it. And I have entered it. Without having sex. You don't have to have sex to enter subspace. Um, I have entered subspace when receiving a spanking. I have entered subspace when getting choked. I have entered subspace when I was just engaging in very extremely stimulating conversation. Subspace kind of feels like you are outside of yourself floating. I've also experienced it after, you know, after a, a decent session. However, 
um, it's a mix of different hormones like endorphins and dopamine and adrenaline and all sorts of things, right? All these concoctions and especially in the DD, the BDSM community where, you know, people are, the goal is to, um, stimulate you beyond your normal, um, you know, stimulation, right? It's to stimulate you beyond, beyond the norm. Um, hyper stimulation, I guess is what you could call it. Yeah. Those, those flight or fight hormones are released and then you start to feel a little bit floaty. Uh, it's kind of hard to explain because whenever I did experience it, I was outside of myself and I wasn't exactly all the way conscious. It almost felt like I was watching myself you know, experience certain, um, you know, certain feelings or certain acts. Right. So like when, whenever I was getting spanked, it almost felt like I was watching myself be spanked. It was crazy. Or whenever I was being choked, it was almost like I was watching myself being choked. It was crazy. However, it was an amazing feeling. It was an amazing feeling. But the, the caveat that I would say is as far up as you come, you have to come back down to earth at some point. So, um, and that's the part that kind of sucks because, you know, a sub drop, a lot of pe people experience subspace and then they will also experience sub drop. And if you're not prepared for it, it can be quite a negative experience because it's almost like it's just, it's almost like a sadness, a deep sadness that comes over you after, you know, you've experienced subspace because you have to come back to yourself. So with that being said, <laughs> subspace is nothing to play with. Um, you know, I try to keep myself in a like from going floating too far above my body to, but you know, I, I didn't succeed always because, you know, my partner might've been a little bit more ambitious than some. Uh, but if you are a person who is aiming to get your sub to experience subspace, I would say that you need to be uh, aware that the person is entering subspace and then have a plan for bringing them back down. Talk about it. Um, I like to be held afterwards. I, I, I like to talk about things afterwards. I don't even need to be held, but it would be nice. But I, I definitely like to talk about things and understand what just happened and why it just happened. And not, you know, that it just happened for me, but that, you know, I want to understand what, how you felt in the moment as well. You mean being my partner. So, um, you know, that's just my little tip. So, uh, if you are trying, if you are a sub, I think you should communicate to your Dom that, you know, uh, you, you need to experience that you either a, you want to experience that space. You never, you've never done it, but you also need to understand how you're going to come back down safely 
because some people experience subspace and then they experience sub drop and it can be highly depressing. I mean, they can, you know, start crying. They can lose, uh, one of their senses. I mean, it depend. it really depends on how high you went in subspace. I never went that high where I was like giddy or just laughing uncontrollably or crying. However, I know some people who have, and the sub drop was just as severe as the subs, as the ascend to subspace. So with that being said, have a talk with your dom or your partner and make sure that you have a plan to bring your, bring your soul back down to earth. Okay. So, all right. With that being said, we're going to go ahead. That was it for the, um, you've got mail segment. And now we're going to push right on to the wine about a segment. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere because we're coming right back after this quick announcement. If you're enjoying any part of this podcast, whether it's the music selection, the You've Got Mail segment, or just the overall feel of the podcast, be sure to like, share, subscribe, and download this podcast wherever you consume your podcast content. Also, don't be afraid to tell a friend. And now let's wrap up the show. All right, we are back with the Wine About It segment. The Wine About It segment is for myself. I ain't even gonna hold you. It's for myself. The reason why I say it's for myself is because I'm about to read myself for filth. So I've been on this whole get back to my original me, my, you know, my young me self journey. Okay. Back when I was running seven minute miles and crushing motherfuckers on the bike and, you know, just strong as fuck for no reason. Well, I had a reason because it was part of my job, but how, anyways, you know, I'm, I'm an athlete. I've always been an athlete. So, um, you know, I, I, I've been attempting to get back to some form of myself that is recognizable by 20 year old me. Okay. So, you know, I'm trying to get my abs back, you know, trying to get my little six pack back. I had, I had six pack. I had, I had abs. I had abs and I had ass a little bit, not a whole lot of ass, but I had a little bit. And now, you know, here's the thing. I'll, I'll progress. I'll get to a point where I'm like, Ooh, okay. I'm starting to see some abulars, you know, my foot is starting to get down. I'm starting to see the two up top. Oh shit. I see the four up top, you know, whatever. And then something will happen. I'll be like, Ooh, bitch crab legs. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I sabotage myself a lot. And I think we all do. And so this read is just for me. Um, I hope that one day I will have the discipline to drive past the crab leg place that's by my job and just keep on driving. Just keep on driving. Um, I have the discipline to get up every morning at 530 and get out and go for a run and do some exercises and calisthenics, whatever. But motherfucking crab legs. I have turned down double cheeseburgers. I've turned out fries, Cajun fries. Oh my God. I love Cajun fries. I've turned down cheese, but crab legs, that's my fucking weakness. Like it's, it's like, I don't even know. Like, I mean, listen, it's depressing because I know that I'm weak. I'm weak, Lord. I I am. But you know, I'm not like this for everybody. I'm just, I'm like this for crab legs. Okay. Um, I'm like the cheat. I'm like the, what was that? The hamburglar 
that was that that motherfucker that was in the cartoons that he would just sit there and eat hamburgers all day. I'm like I'm like that with fucking crab legs, bro. Like it's it's a problem. But whatever, I don't care. Like I mean, I do. The only reason why I care is because. I want to get to a place where I'm like, okay, I can see my abs. I feel cute. I'm starting to feel cute again. But, you know, because there was a, there was a time last summer I didn't feel cute. I felt very, like, not cute. <laughs> it was giving, you know, like, well, I don't even know what my body was giving. But it wasn't giving anything nice. It was giving just, you know, just, oh, God, just bad build, bitch. It was just terrible. I was just wide for no reason. Um, and, you know, I don't want to be that. I want to be cute. I want to be sexy. I'm a Libra. I, I, I have to I have to say that most of us are concerned with our aesthetic. And I am. I, and I also believe that how you present to the world is very uh, important. So with that being said, and I don't, and also not even just presentation, but, you know, the, um, Health-wise, I'm not saying that, you know, the bigger you are, the, the, the less, you know, healthy you are, because that's not, that's obviously not true. However, for me, I notice that when I'm a little bit lighter, I feel better. My heart feels better. My insides feel better. Uh, my beat, my uh, resting heart rate is lower. My blood pressure is lower. My blood sugar is lower. My cholesterol is lower. Um, I also don't feel like I'm like, in Legion of the fucking Doom. So, you know, it's just one of those things. I'm not telling anyone to feel how, you know, how they should feel. I'm just saying for me, I feel a little bit better when I'm a little bit lighter. Okay. And it's a delicate balance too, because I don't want to be too thin. I, I like to have a little bit of cake, but at the same time, I also want to have a flat stomach. So it's like, it's a very delicate balance, bitch. <sighs> so, but I'll be sabotaging myself because I'll be, going and getting crab legs so <sighs> lord anyways i ain't gonna hold y'all for too long listen this this podcast is gonna be long for no reason anyways let's go ahead and wrap up the show like i <laughs> i appreciate y'all for rocking with me let's go ahead and end this in this bitch and let's start the week off on a good note i hey welcome 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 to the end of the show Hey, thank you for sticking around. Thank you for partying with your girl. I know it was music heavy this podcast, but hey, listen, don't care. <laughs> Yay. Come on, Justin. Ending song. This is from Justin Timberlake. The 2020 experience. Don't hold the wall. It's my shit right here. This album was slept on. Hey. 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 Get again for rocking with your girl I really do appreciate you I love you you are loved you are appreciated 
understand that this world is full of terrors. However, if we all band together, those of us who are trying to promote love and light, we can make this world a better place. It's all about adding value. I don't give a fuck if I don't ever make a dime from this podcast. I mean that. Let me let me, hold on. Let me pause this shit. Hold on. Let me let me pause this shit. Hey, I don't give a fuck about never make a dime from this podcast. It is all about spreading value to for me, it's all about spreading value. It's all about empowering people. It's all about uplifting people and making people laugh, smile, and giving them something, a reason to, you know, live in a in a in a more authentic way in a that is relevant for them and their happiness. It's all about that. So let me tell you something. I don't give a damn I'll never make a dime in this podcast. However, you know, if I do monetize it, hey, thank you, universe. <laughs> Get back into it. Ready to party, y'all. I'm ready. The streets calling me. The streets are calling my name. The streets are calling my name. <laughs> hey. Hey, it's all about the question. The question. If you are not adding value to someone's life, bitch, then what are you doing? And if you, okay, if you, I can't even remember the goddamn question. <laughs> okay. If it's not adding value to your life, then, you know, why are we doing it? If it's not adding value, then why are we doing it? If you're not adding value to someone else's life, bitch, then why are you there? It's all about the questions. All about the questions. Come back in, Justin. Come on now. I'm going to let this rock for a little bit. It's been a long week. <laughs> it's been a long ass week, and next week going to be long too. Shit. <laughs> Shout out to everybody who's, you know, working in corporate spaces, who's trying to be professional, trying to uplift people, trying to get their job done. I know some of y'all are tired, y'all. I need to take a vacation. I do. Eventually it's going to happen. Fuck you to the Grammy committee for excluding this album from the Grammys that year. It was an amazing Grammy. It was an amazing album. Fuck you guys. Y'all be sleeping on motherfuckers. And I know what it was. But anyways, I'm just going to head and let it go. Listen, we're going to head and close out the show. I'm just talking shit at this point. Yo, y'all have a good week. Y'all have a wonderful week, a blessed week. Yo, be sure to hit, hit us up on anything about everything pod on IG. Anything about everything pod on uh, at gmail.com. Anything about everything pod uh, on Facebook. Listen, it's a community, y'all. Love you guys. Peace.